I'd like to share with you the way that I write healing poetry in the hopes that it inspires you to write your own. Creating poetry is not just a way of inviting wholeness back into your life, but it provides a space for you to offer up your emotional difficulties to a love of much greater capacity. You do not need to be amazing with words, in fact, you'll be surprised at how little that matters. Poetry is all about being present to the body and only a little bit about how you choose to express that experience. We are all containers for life to exist within and express itself through. But somewhere along the road to separateness, we forgot that nature is a fundamental part of our healing journey. Not only literally, but symbolically too. We are nature, the design, product, and evolution of it, and we possess an incredible ability to bring back into balance that which has pulled us away from our wholeness through conversing with the elements of which we are kin. From our symbolic winters to our rebirths, we do not exist on a flat, one-dimensional plane, but in many unseen and symbolic layers that mirror nature. Wholeness in its etymology means to be genuine. So we are able to come back to our most authentic selves when we are being true to our nature. I believe we suffer most from our literal lives, that one-dimensional layer of living that relies solely upon the eyes to validate our existence. The literal life offers no depth, no refraction nor arc, no undefined grey area that most of us feel we exist in. And we cannot use the literal to cure the literal, like using stress to cure stress or fear to cure fear. We must move towards something made of more heart a deeper substance, if we want to heal the multifaceted beings that we are. Emotions are themselves a symbolic language, connecting our body with its healing wisdom and a plethora of ancestral knowledge. Did you know evolutionary psychologists consider human emotions to be best adapted to the life our ancestors led in nomadic foraging communities? Apart from this explaining some deep desires to sit by an open fireside with friends, it also speaks volumes about our emotions being out of sync with modern day challenges because they are always leading us back to the remedies we sought from the nature we coexisted with. Poetry is this old soul emotion made into matter. It can extract sadness from within us and simplify the most complicated. It is a language that remedies even the deepest soul sickness and has been used for centuries to connect people to their land, their gods and themselves. Poetry was written before any other form of language and continues to serve a purpose in making a soulful impact on our collective consciousness. 
Just look at how Amanda Gorman's words rippled through the world in January of this year. Poetry describes the ineffable, what cannot be contained or defined by this human world. It is an archetypal dialect that helps us recognize the commonality of our dreams, the oneness of our longings and the rhythm of our aches that drum from deep below the human bone. Poetry is a conversation with the simple that happens to be the most divine. Poetry exists within all of us, a mother tongue sung into our hearts the day we crossed over from the energetic to the matter. And it is our remedy to the literal lives that are literally emptying us of the sacred and the symbolic. But there is always a way back to a more wholesome inhabitance. We just need to unravel the literal to discover the soft pearls of poetry nestled in even the most mundane of moments. How to write your own healing poetry. What you'll need is a journal, a piece of paper and a pen, and ten minutes in wild nature, a garden or even a small windowsill with alive plants. Number one. Feel it, name it. Begin by identifying something difficult you're facing right now, something you'd like guidance with. Write down in your journal or on a piece of paper how the situation makes you feel and what you would like help with. Number two, start a conversation with nature. Find a quiet spot in a natural area and open up a conversation with nature. Much like the Nordic Solstice course explains, we begin the conversation with nature by listening, observing, and by being intentional with our silence. Just notice what is going on around you and ground yourself within your body by meditating or earthing by placing your bare feet upon the ground. When you have spent at least 10 minutes listening to nature, Tell nature about your pain. Tell her how you feel and what guidance you would like. This can be in a whisper, a call, or simply silently within yourself. Words are never important in this stage as your body connection and emotions will speak louder energetically. Number three, find your nature ally. To discover your healing answer, begin to see how your remedy is reflected within nature. Patience is understood by all aspects of nature. Trust is given as a contract between season and roots. Late bloomers make for the longer summers and cold winters. Ask for slow and surrender. Choose one piece of nature that resonates with you a flower, a tree, an animal, and study it for a moment. How can this plant or animal teach you something about your ache for freedom, for love, for purpose, for knowing? This might mean going online or discovering books about your chosen nature ally. Search for amazing facts about your plant, flower, or animal, and broaden your knowledge of the natural world as a way of learning more about yourself. 
Number four, write it down, simply. When you feel resonance or connection with your answer, often given in subtle inner whispers or a calm but strong feeling, write it down. I always like to start with how I feel about this pain as a way of honouring it, and then I spend the rest of the poem being intentional about how to overcome this challenge. An example. Your emotional pain and challenge might be, I feel the hurt of my past is making me unable to live in the present. I wish to move on stronger within myself. Your nature's ally might be the monarch butterfly. And your fact or discovery about the monarch butterfly might be that monarch butterflies keep a small part of the milkweed leaf's poison in its own body so it can be protected against future predators. Your healing poem might then look something like this. I feel the past has left its poison in my veins, making the present insufferable. But like the monarch butterfly whose wings flash ebony and amber against the corn blue sky, I know that I am too protected by that which has been gifted by the past to make me stronger. Number five, offer it, bury it, share it. With your poem, you can do a few things to complete the healing circle. Sharing it with others is important because it takes it out of your own hands and into another's. You can also offer this poem to whomever God represents to you by performing a ritual. I myself bury many of my poems in the ground as I feel it is taken away from me and made into something of more beautiful substance. Growing your poems make for excellent blooms. The point of this stage is to offer your ache upwards and not to keep it as a physical part of you. Your pain is from you, but never of you, and if you keep it within your body, it can then be identified with, which only causes more pain. Offer your poem wholeheartedly to the very source of love that alchemizes it into a greater and deeper healing. If you are reminded of your pain, just remember that the rose bush is deepening her hues with it, or the bees are making honey from it, or the old willow by the lake is weaving it into its trellises. All emotional pain that is intentionally given upward creates space. Whether that capacity is felt for a few hours or a lifetime, that space is the medicine. So just to recap, Number one is to feel it and to name it. Number two is to start a conversation with nature. Number three is to find your nature ally. And number four is to write it down simply. Number five is to complete the healing circle by offering it, bearing it, or sharing it. Some tips. 
Write your poems as you speak. There is no right way to create a poem, and you can arrange it in any format that holds the words meaningfully. The origin of the word poem is a written composition, whether in verse or not, characterized by imaginative beauty in thought or language. To rhyme or not to rhyme, it is your question to answer. I feel rhythm puts restraints on the natural formation of a poem. So I prefer the freedom of writing as if it were a conversation. Work with what feels right to you. It is your body and your expression of it. Sharing is vulnerable and the world needs more soft bellies. Honestly, the scariest thing I've done in my life is sharing my work. On some days, bearing another child sounds easier than pressing a share button, but I truly believe that we heal in cycles. That means we can only close the circle once our healing has been given away. It doesn't have to be on social media, but to a kind friend or a space-holding group. Or myself. I would love to see your words, so please feel free to email me or share your poem by tagging me on Instagram if you would like me to share it on your behalf. If you feel a resonance with this work but it all seems a little difficult to grasp, let me write you a remedy. Let me take your pain to the fields, the forests and the water bodies where I live and offer you a healing in return. Just visit my website to discover more. Otherwise, I can't wait to read your words of heart and hear about your experiences. Until we connect again, take care. Thank you.